We're up to Simon Shin Dalit Siv Beis. Little of the halachas of an Eved or an Oma, a slave or a mate, doing work for you on Shabbos. So Siv Beis begins. In a case of an Eved who's allowed to do malacha for himself. Right, so we already saw earlier that an Eved, Kanani, who had Mila and Philo, so he has Mitzvah Saganisha, he's not allowed to do. Right, but an Eved or an Oma, he was Mekabal Zayim Mitzvah Neinoich, according to some, even he wasn't Mekabal Zayim Mitzvah Neinoich, but you own him. We saw that such an Eved, you're not allowed to ask him to do Malacha, but he's allowed to do Malacha for himself. Right? So, one of these guys. Right? You're not allowed to ask him, but he's allowed to do himself. If his master told him, he should, Shabbos, he should go find himself a job. He also not to be Shabbos, and he should feed himself. Basically, his master says, "Listen, I'm not to give you work on Shabbos, but I want to feed you. Then go find your own work and go, 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 go on alive this one day away." As long as he told him this before Shabbos, we say that any work he does, he's doing for himself, not for his art, and he's doing so he should have a sustenance. So it's permitted. But the work he does should be bitsin. It shouldn't be that he goes and takes a job as a cab driver down Main Avenue. And everyone thinks that he's working for his all day, you know, on Chavez. But he should do bitsin. So Mr. Bruce says, If he doesn't want to feed him, he wants to send his Ebed out working, knocking on doors, it's good to him. We say the Ebed's doing for himself. As long as he told him from Friday afternoon, Lafuke Lahasas Bishab is also here. On Shabbos morning, he tells him, Go get yourself a jab. That's also. Awesome. I didn't even tell him anything. The other knows Shabbos morning comes, you know, he doesn't do any work for his audience. So he does it on his own. He wants to feed himself. So, that's permitted. Because his master didn't tell him to go get work. Simon Zemashman the Ainlahakabas says it is a machlaikis. If the other if the other didn't tell him to go take care of himself, which means that technically speaking, he thought the other would take care of him. Not us. He has the day off, he wants to moonlight a second job. On his Shabbos. So so if his other told him to and told him you are on your own at Shabbos, as long as told him for Shabbos, that's permitted. Shabbos now what happens if his other didn't tell him and he wants to do it on his own. So that's a machlaikis. Even in his master's house, right? So he can, let's say he can go out and get work from people to do and do it. You know, he's a skilled laborer. Let's say you know, he's a shoemaker. So you know, he's, he's the whole week he works in his other in the shoemaking business. So he moonlights. He tells guys, you know, give you a cheaper rate. Don't come to my boss's shop during the week. Drop it off on me Friday night, and I'll fix it for you on shop. You know, for for goyim assumingly. Right, and those are quiet. If he's getting marviach, it's like a Yehudi. Surely, if he's being marviach by a non-Jew, avlo yasel tzeich sorl achafil b'tzina. He shouldn't do work even for another Jew, even b'tzina. Tama kam lachem every sorl because the ma'isi is the eved of a yid, and so meila he shouldn't do work for a yid. So he can only moonlight for goyim. Siv gimel ena Yehudi gomer shu sacher a full-fledged non-Jew, which means he wasn't a kabbal zayim mitzvah, right? And he's hired, right? Ain rab mitzvah shvisasay. His master is not mitzvah on his shvisasay. So before we see the Shabru, we would assume that 
A typical living slave or maid, or, uh, we don't use that term today, a living help, whatever you want to call it, right, would go into such a category, right, there, a full, mind me, but let's say you take a Filipino woman and you hire her to work for you, by, you know, and she gets paid by the week and she's living, right, so she's a full Filipino, she's not Mikhail Mitzvah, she has nothing to do with you, she's hired, you fire her tomorrow, you can fire her tomorrow, if she runs away tomorrow, she quits, she quits, right, so such a person has a dinner of a employee, you're not Mitzvah, the Adain, the master, the owner, the, the, the landlord, whatever you want to call the person, the homeowner, the employer, they don't have a din that their mechuyiv, that their worker should rest. That's a din of the Torah, it's dafka by an evid, by a slave or a maid. This person doesn't have a din of a slave or a maid. If he's mekabal himself to shev mitzvah, said lahu ger toishev, then like a ger toishev, as las melach lisol afel mishen. Rabbi's not allowed to do any work for any Jew, even if it's not his master. That the Rambam says that because the Yevil is not brings whether it's even Shaykh today a din of of a din of some being to say that we should even have possibly an evidence Mikabal Zayin Mitzvah. Even if you hire him for long term, right? He doesn't belong to you, a full Kenyan, full acquisition. So even if he does work for his master, it's not awesome. Right? It doesn't have a din of the Torah's din of Evet. So any malacha that a a a guy is allowed to do for year on Shabbos, right? So, so like work that's not malachas of the lamatas malachas of Shabbos, right? So chayes cleaning off the table, so it's permitted. This is a shayla where if they would uh, convert to certain religions or other cases like that where, where the government would let them go free and, and would, would say, tell them no, they don't have to be employed anymore. Right? In such a case, what happens is, right? Therefore, maybe they're, they're also considered that you don't have a full kingdom in them. Right, if according to the Dine Akum, he doesn't have the right to go out, could be it has a din. Right now, what I was thinking is today there's such a thing as people who sponsor a um, uh, what did they, a para? There's a fancy word for it. Where, where people far, from foreign countries want to come to, to exist in the United States, I know in Canada it's very popular, and you sponsor them to come over. And um, in some cases, it's not so simple in the legalities that the person could just leave on their own. Now, obviously, if you're abusing them, there's ways for them to get out of it, but there's times when, when something that you've done will make them now mishubit to work for you. And they can't just say, you know, I want out, you know. If they would do so, they may owe you a lot of money, whatever. They'd have to buy, you know. We may look at that as them buying themselves out from you. And in such a case, you have to know that that might have, according to many Achreinim, at least a suffix midday raisa, 
of whether you mukhiv to how you have a din shvisa for them, in which case they can't work for you, even in things that are not necessarily melech Shabbos, but you know, like melech is the rice of Shabbos, but that, that you have to let them rest on Shabbos. And can't uh, do melech for you on Shabbos. So you have to know what these types of, uh, you know, there's full time living, those type, not, you know, where, where, where there's some type of shibu to you, what would be? In a place where the kingdom had exera, that no other person right, can, can, uh, can acquire, have the full ownership on a slave, which is basically, you know, post-segregate, post, you know, post-Abraham Lincoln in America, where, you know, technically you, you might say that you don't have ownership. I will say no, that it could be it is considered for certain things that belongs to you. So he says he says in those places where even today we are where people go out and purchase slaves. Right, so right, so even if you 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 bring them back to a country where maybe slavery is may not maybe not fully legal, but but you have some type of ownership and acquisition on it, so it would be lechumra, it would be uh, lechumra that you can't use them on Shabbos. It would be lechumra that a mamzer would be able to marry them as well because they'd have a dinner of a shivcha. Right, they say over. I don't know if it's true. I can't verify the ma'isa, but it said over that uh, someone came once to your bank of Kamenetsky who found out that he was a mamzer and he wanted to know what to do. And Bianca told him to, to go to one of those African countries, or Somalia, or one of those where slavery was still legal. And if he buys himself a shifcha, he can marry her. Right? So the same thing would be. Now, what happens if you bring that shifcha back to America? So now obviously you're not going to declare at the border that she's, she's your maid, because, you know, she's your owned maid, because by American law, you're not allowed to have an owned maid. Right, but Lamaisi, you bought her, you bring her here, good. You might declare to the government that she's something else. You know, she's a spouse, right? In such a case, that, that might have a halach of shifcha kananis that you can't let her work for you on Shabbos because you're mechuyiv for her to rest on Shabbos. We'll stop over here.